Episode 30 of the Full-Time Podcast Producer, where we are going to talk about the importance of having a plan for your podcast. Hello and welcome to the Full-Time Podcast Producer. My name is Isaac and I will be your producer today. If you are new to the show, welcome. This is a great place where you can come in, learn about podcasting, get some ideas on how to fine-tune the production of your show, and also get some insights from the view of a producer in the podcast industry. Last episode, we had Coco Mendez on the show, and again, it was a great interview talking about the video side of podcasting, talking about YouTube, talking about a number of the things that I admit I don't have a full-blown expertise in. I know a lot more about the audio side and just the industry in general, and I am constantly trying to educate myself on different subtopics in this niche, different platforms to be on, and etc. And it was actually really, really helpful for me to have that conversation with her. And if that's something that would be helpful to you, go back and listen to that. But in this episode, I wanted to dig deeper into one of the ideas that she had that she shares with her clients. And honestly, it's something that is really, really important to the podcasting side of things as well. It's not just content creation in general. It makes a big difference when it comes to podcasting making a plan for your show. And I mean, making a plan, not just in the sense of the content, how far out you're going to go, what it is you're going to do with your show and breaking down the episode ideas and et cetera, but also breaking down things on an episode level, having a format, having a formula in place that you can follow, that you can replicate, that you can build on and use. And so Just taking that from episode to episode and also sticking to your overall plan, those are both very, very important factors, very, very important tools, I should say, when it comes to creating your podcast. And so I wanted to actually take the inspiration that I got from that episode and make an episode on here about that topic. So what I have here today are five or six reasons as to why it's important to make a plan for your podcast and why it's important to stick to it. And then at the end, I'm going to share a couple of tips and tricks that I know work really, really well for me. So let's go into this. Number one, don't start without a plan. That that might sound kind of odd. A lot of people have plans when they go in and and they do something or, or they work on something. It's called counting the cost. But you'd be surprised just how many people get excited and jump in with both feet, not really having done much research at all without really understanding just what it is that they're getting into, the time commitment, the brain power, the actual man hours that can go into creating a nice quality podcast, even one as as simple and bite-sized as this one. It takes time, it takes planning, and that's not something that you can just jump in and do without having that in mind. Now, I want to pause here for just a second and talk to you about a concept called pod fade. It's it's a fancy podcast term for being burnt out. But according to the statistics out there, depending on which studies you cite, between 80 and 90% of the 2.7 plus million podcasts in existence have not published an episode in the past 365 days. You've heard me talk about that statistic before, you know, when it comes to uniqueness and how to compete with the rest of the market and where the rest of the market's at. But the reason that 80 to 90%, though that million plus number of podcasts have not uploaded in the past year is because they didn't count the cost. 
One of the reasons is they got really excited and jumped in and did not realize what it was that they were getting into. Having a plan not only helps prevent pod fade from happening immediately, but it also keeps it at bay. It also keeps things in perspective and in a system that you can really, really thrive on and not have to worry about getting burnt out immediately with this overwhelming project that you're working on. Which brings us to number two. Having a plan, having an outline really streamlines the workflow. And again, this helps keep the pod fade at bay, but it breaks things down into bite-sized chunks. When I'm getting ready to take on my day, I don't look at the day as a whole. I've had my day broken down into which projects, which tasks I'm going to be doing throughout the day, and it makes it a lot easier for me to get from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock rather than 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock, or 8 o'clock to 8 o'clock as it can be sometimes. It really, really helps with breaking down the process into bite-sized chunks and just streamlining the workflow just like any other project. Also, if you're part of a team, it really helps give the team direction, which is the next one. It helps give your team direction in the flow or the workflow of this project. And if you're a one-man team or a one-woman team, don't discount having a system in place because you might be a team of one, but you still are going to have the same benefits from having things laid out and mapped out as you would if you were a two, three, four, five plus person team on this podcast. The next one is it helps keep your thoughts together. And I'm actually going to throw in a tip with this one when it comes to outlining your podcast. I do not write extremely detailed notes when it comes to how I format my podcast or how I format bigger projects. I might have some goals really hardcore ironed out and detailed and I've made sure I've used the correct English word for whatever it is I'm getting ready to do. But when it comes to just having my podcast put together, especially in the micro, when it comes to episode by episode, I keep things pretty general, but I make sure that I have my thoughts in order. I make sure that I have everything in front of me so that way I can stop for a moment, go work on a different task, and when I come back, I still have everything in front of me. It might, for you, look as simple as just taking notes as you are planning out your episode. That's how it looks like for me. For some people, I've seen them put together templates, and they just fill out the template as they go. And when they're ready, the template's there in front of them, mostly fleshed out, and then they're ready to go for their episode or for the roadmap for their show in general. The next tip is it simplifies the workflow for your repurposed content. Now, that, that's one that a lot of us don't think about when it comes into this, but whenever I have outlined my episode, the show notes all of a sudden get extremely easy for me to type. Sometimes I will copy and paste majority of my outline for the episode, put it in my show notes document, and then I just start deleting the things that are irrelevant, add a few words there, and it writes itself. Same thing goes for repurposing content on social media. You can take the highlights from your notes or the highlights from your outline and the different ideas that you have presented as far as where you're going to go with the content, what's most important, what is the important point to get out there, the goal I'm trying to achieve, the things I'm trying to do. A lot of that you will be surprised has already been taken care of after you have formulated the outline for your show and for your episode. Next, it gives you a pattern that you can replicate when you figure out what works. And this is one I actually got from, from Coco. I, I think this is a, an amazing point. 
Once you are doing a podcast or a project, you aren't going to get it right the first time. Majority of the shows I work on, in fact, it's not uncommon for the first episode to be recorded once, if not twice. That's something that a lot of people feel like they need because they want to get it right the first time. And I can sympathize with that. But what the reality is of podcasting is you go in, you make a few mistakes, you end up figuring out what really, really works, you stick with that, and then you just improve it as time goes on. So it might look like you sitting down and trying a different episode format or a different episode type or topic and just digging into that a bit and then seeing how the response is, kind of like content on Instagram or LinkedIn or somewhere where you're seeing what the reaction of the audience is, getting that feedback and all those things, and then taking what works really, really well and making it something that you replicate in the rest of your process. But if you've already outlined what you're doing for that episode or for that stint of your show, whether you break your show down into like monthly stories or segments and, and you base all that out, how, however you need to do it for your show, when you figure out something that works, you've documented that process if you've outlined everything. And then you can sit down and realize, oh, I don't need to try and realize what it was that I did that episode that went viral or, or whatever happened. I have it all mapped out in front of me and I can replicate it as many times as I need to for future episodes exactly the way that it worked for that one. So those are just some thoughts when it comes to putting your episodes together, putting your show together, make sure that you start with a plan and an outline. Now, a few tips going into this. Number one is definitely going to be goals. Set some realistic, simple goals. I think there's an acronym for simple or, or safe or, or something, but it, it ends up being goals that are specific, that are measurable, and that are realistic. If you can make a goal that follows those different categories, then you know you're going to be in a very healthy place with your expectations, but also it gives you direction and a way to go. So make sure that your goals are in mind when you're formulating your show. Another one, as I already said, make sure that when you are writing things out, you're following a format that complements your style. For me, it is bullet points. It is just sentences here and there with nothing super, super fleshed out. In fact, I'm looking at the outline for this episode. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines of copy, single spaced. <laughs> and, and that's it. That's what really, really works for me. I can map things out and I can remember where my thoughts are, and I know what I wanna say based off of the notes that I've taken. Some people I work with, they need everything fleshed out down to the letter, and that's fine. You can have an excellent show that way, but make sure you find what formula, what format is really, really gonna work for you. And the last tip I would have in regards to how I've seen things work well, whether it be for me or for other shows, is don't be afraid to make mistakes. And this is true for just about everything that you work on. But don't be afraid of trying something new and don't be afraid of failing at it the first time or the second time or, or the third time or however many times it takes for you to be successful. But don't be afraid of trying something new and don't be afraid of messing something up because you're going to have another episode. You're, you're going, I should say, you're going to have an opportunity for another episode you are going to be able to learn something from that experience, whether it was a success or a failure, and you're going to be able to keep moving forward. 
Guys, if this episode was helpful to you, would you mind letting me know? Connect with me on LinkedIn or send me an email following the links down in the show notes below. If you like the show, be sure that you are subscribed. We release new episodes every Tuesday. And also, if you'd really, really like to show your support, be sure that you leave a five-star review wherever you are listening to the show. Hope you're doing well, guys. And until next time, I'll talk to you again really, really soon.